Welcome to the TikTok Podcast. The clock is always ticking, so let's synchronize our watches and dive in. I'm your host, Callie Brigham, and I'm here to help you make time for what matters. Friends, welcome to another TikTok episode. All right, you know, we have had some fun up until this point, but today we are getting deep. We are going deeper. We're digging deeper. We're going to talk about a very simple concept that I think will really make a big difference. This is a tool that you can use for the whole year and the rest of your days, but especially this time of year. Two simple words with a huge impact. Are you ready? You may know of it. You may call it a brain dump. I actually don't like the way that sounds. So years ago, I changed the name to Brain Drain. I prefer that. I think it sounds better, a little bit more ladylike. <laughs> no, seriously, every time I heard Brain Dump, I was like, ooh. So Brain Drain is the topic for today. We're going to talk about the purpose. We're going to talk about how to plan it out. And I have your very first free printable for you to use with this as well. So today is all about digging into a time mastery habit that is going to serve you from here on out. Now let's talk just a little bit about what a brain drain is. I think most of you are familiar, but let's not just discount that we already understand it. Let's just really nail down this concept. So a brain drain is essential. Well, I could just have a period right there. It is essential, but it's essential for mental clarity. Anybody feel like they have got mental chaos going on? Well, with a clear mind, you can be so much more intentional with your day, with your week. You can eliminate distractions, brain fog. Think of a brain drain as both a reset button for your mind and a boss and an assistant all wrapped into one. So today I'm going to share the brain drain method I use to declutter my mind, organize my to-do list. So if anybody out there has been maybe feeling overwhelmed, indecisive, I want you to give this method a try. And I'm going to tell you exactly how I do mine. So remember, this is strategy. So we've got some strategy going on to allow you to maybe have all those random ideas or tasks or worries or dreams, get them out of your head. You know, your head is a dangerous neighborhood. You don't want to go in there alone. So I'm going in there with you. A brain drain is going to help you clear out this clutter from all those different areas. So you can both get things done and stop worrying about things that aren't important. So Everybody ready to buckle up for the brain drain conversation today? So really, I think the first most important thing to talk about is when to do it. So if we're planning things out, then it's important that we plan out when we do our brain drain. Personally, I am a huge fan of doing it on Sunday. So whether it's Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening when the kids go to bed, there's a lot of reasons that I suggest this on Sunday. First of all, we're actually going to talk about Monday. Planning this out on Sunday is going to give you the gift of a much more productive, more positive Monday. Could anybody use one of those? So I did a little research here. My staff, which is myself, 
did some research and I wanted to tell you a few interesting things about Mondays. And of course, most of us consider them the Monday blues. As a matter of fact, 34%, according to them out there, 34% of people say they feel the Monday blues every Monday. I think it might even be a little bit higher, but 34% were willing to admit to that. Listen to this. Monday is the most common day for people to call in sick to work. 35% of all sick days are taken on Mondays. Monday is the least productive day of the week for those of those of you that don't listen. Not, not you, because you're listening. Those of them that don't listen to the TikTok podcast, right? And know about the brain drain. But it is the least productive day of the week with an average of just three and a half hours of productive work. On Mondays, the average person will not smile until 11, 16 a.m. I don't know how they did that research. Also, according to a study, there's an 18% increase in heart attack risk on Mondays. Yikes. 50% of employees are late to work on Mondays. 45% of people experience increased feeling of anxiety on Mondays. Traffic accidents are more likely to occur on Monday mornings due to a higher level of stress and distractions. So... With these Monday blues, would you believe that doing a brain drain on a Sunday can help eliminate some of that? The other part of this, of the timing, is there's also something known as Sunday scaries. That is when you're already in anticipation of having the Monday blues and it can creep up on you. And I know I experienced that years ago in my former, former occupation in television news, I would literally start to feel that sick to my stomach feeling on Sundays, knowing I was going to have to do this whole week over again. So we do not want to buy into that. We don't need to have the Sunday scaries. We don't need to have the Monday blues. As a matter of fact, one more statistic that I came up with myself is that if you are always wishing away, if you're always wishing away a Monday, that is one out of seven days of the week that you're wishing away. If we project that out over 70 years, that is 10 years of your life that you're wishing away. That is sad. That makes me sad. We want to be the champions to have a great Monday, which will lead to a great rest of the week. So are you with me on this? Okay, we're going to do this on Sunday. You're going to actually plan this out the week before when you do it on Sunday. There have even been times a couple of weeks ago, I was out of town. I was getting home late Sunday, like around 10 o'clock at night. And so four days before Sunday, I actually wrote out my brain drain for that Monday morning when I was getting back. I knew that would make my re-entry into the week so much better. All right, one last thing before we talk about how to plan it out. I just want to remind you that in my experience, this brain drain is for the week. Now, you can do a brain drain any time that you need to. It is a great re-entry habit. We'll get to that as we talk about January and re-entering the real world after the holidays. But it, this in particular, is a week-long time management strategy. So how we start to plan it out, and I will have these tools for you. I'm going to put them in the show notes so that if you want a beautiful brain drain, you can have one that you print out or use digitally. It's totally up to you. But the brain drain starts by writing out a list in no particular order. This is where the drain comes in, all right? You're opening up that 
uh, plug and you're letting everything out. You write down everything that comes to your mind without filtering yourself. We're going to eventually prioritize that list so you know what to work on when. But these tasks are accumulating in your head and it feels like it can feel like for sure that everything is urgent. Everything is important. And the way I used to think about this is that everything had to get done on Monday. I would make my list and then be like, oh, I don't know if I could do it all. It's too much. Well, that's because I was making my list and I wasn't taking the next step that we'll get to. A brain drain gives you a better look at what's important and what's not. And after you do this, you may even find that you've written down things that you might not even need to worry about until a later date. They've just been all up in your head. So this brain drain is going to give you permission to set aside shoulds. Shoulds are those things that you feel pressured to do or you should do, but they never, maybe you never seem to get around to doing them. So this brain drain is going to let you see what shoulds you're holding on to so that you could maybe let them go. And we will talk about these shoulds in future podcasts. Okay, so you have all that's going on in your head and you're going to get it down on paper. The physical act of doing that already should start to give you a little bit of peace. The only exception to that is when your brain drain is so extensive that this starts to give you anxiety and we're going to we're going to address that in future times as well. But for today, we're going to pretend like this is just an average week with an average number of tasks on your list. Now, you can do this digitally. As I mentioned, you can do this on paper. And I hope that you will grab the free brain drain printable worksheet. It's six pages that you get for free. I put it in the show notes. Just grab that for you to make it easier. So again, don't filter yourself. Don't second guess whether something should be on the list or not. The goal is to clean out the nooks and crannies of your brain. I make two categories when I initially start my brain drain. I have a category for personal and I have a category for professional. So the personal things could be what are appointments that I need to make such as a dentist appointment for my kids, such as making an appointment for the dog groomer, which note to self, my shaggy little Pippa needs a dog grooming appointment, right? So I'm already starting to think of my brain drain. Maybe it's things like grocery shopping, maybe it's organizing, cleaning, laundry, all of that falls into personal. Maybe it's packing for a trip, maybe it's the holidays, so it is Christmas shopping. That all goes on your personal list. The next thing is your professional list if you have some type of job or service or business that you run. So this is going to be maybe appointments that you have this week. This is going to be things that you need to do to promote your business. Maybe it's social media that you're going to need to do. What's due in your business? What's a priority this coming week? What work tasks you want or need to do? And again, if there's anything miscellaneous, whether it's getting gas, you guys know there's a lie out there that things will be easier later and they're not. So put that on your list. Maybe it's your budget. All of those things are going to fall into your personal or your professional category. Once you do that, you're going to take one last glance over the list. And this decision-making time is, do I do it or does someone else do it? So you're going to decide there's a third category. So you'll see on my printable, I have three categories, personal, professional, delegation. So could someone else do this task? 
Could this be assigned? Maybe it is laundry or dishes. Maybe this is a family affair. So this is going to be this kid's week to do that or this child's task to add to that. Maybe you do have an assistant. I love my Sunday brain drain that gets to put things in my great assistance category because it's off of my mind. It's off of my plate. I've released it. And now I know that it's something that I'm going to delegate. We will have many future episodes on delegation. I'm a big fan of John Maxwell when he talks about this. If someone can do the task 70, 80% as good as you, delegate that puppy. So that's the third category. Is there something that someone else can do this week? It could even be that maybe your husband on the way home stops and gets the grocery delivery that you have you know, ready to go. Anything like that can be delegated. And then the last category that I have on my brain drain is a meal plan category. All right. So I, I just feel like at your baby shower, no one tells you you're going to be feeding people for the rest of your life. And I don't even mean like physically feeding them those first couple of years a lot during the day. But after that, kids like snacks and they like breakfast and lunch and dinner. And when I was single or even newly married, I mean, it was fine if I just opened a can of corn for dinner. But apparently, families don't tend to like that. So <laughs> a meal plan is essential. I will tell you this little tip. When I when the kids were really little, especially, I would rotate the same breakfast. So for example, every Monday morning would be oatmeal. Every Tuesday morning would be cereal. Every Wednesday morning would be eggs. And I don't remember if that's exactly how it was, but we had a breakfast rotation that I did not have to rethink about every single morning. What's for breakfast? What's for breakfast? And it just became this rhythm that was very easy. Now, my kids are funny. They like to have a main. All right. Uh, that's just what they call it. They like to have a main for some reason, they're kids that tend to not want like a sandwich. They want a main. They'll, they'll say, what's my main? So what we've actually done is I try to make enough or whoever's making dinner makes enough dinner that we have leftovers. They do like leftovers Le that we have leftovers for the next day for their lunch. So if we make Indian food that night with rice and chicken and whatever, we make enough so that they can put in a little container that night after dinner, they're Indian that they're going to have the next day at lunch for their main. I know they're funny. So meal planning has got to be part of my brain drain. And for me, again, because I'm just sharing my own personal perspective. On Sundays, I will make sure to ask the family, what dinners do you want this week? And we mostly have a rotation of dinners too, Monday through Thursday or Friday. Then based on that, Again, I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm going to put this in my weekly plan sheet, but I am getting these meals down and deciding what that looks like. We then do a grocery pickup order. That's just what works for our family. I get that in either Sunday night or Monday morning. And then on the way home from school or work, whoever that is on Monday grabs the groceries for the week. That just works for us. Click, click, click. Good to go. I don't have those walking around the grocery store with hunger pains or not knowing what in the world I'm supposed to get. And it probably, well, it doesn't probably, it for sure saves us time and money by doing that. Again, that's just what works for us. So then strategically, I know for that week what my meal plans look like based on the week ahead. You could even put in your, week, your meal plan 
that you are going to pick up dinner from somewhere or go out to dinner from somewhere. Nobody said every meal has to be home cooked by you. Maybe you have a food delivery service, like one of those ones out there where they send you the box and you've got that for that week. Perfect. Again, maybe there is a drive through that you go through. You just want to make sure that you've got all of that itemized for the week. All right. So we have our four categories. We've got our personal. We've got our professional. We've got our delegated category. And we've got our meal plan category. Once we have all of those things, and let me tell you about how long this is going to take. I mean, this should take five to 10 minutes. So if you're thinking, oh my goodness, this is one more thing I have to add to my week. Would you believe that this five to 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes is going to save you hours and hours of whether it's spinning your wheels or not knowing what to do, not being clear, feeling like you've got the weight of the world, feeling like there's never enough time in the day, you won't get it done. It, it, it takes all of that away. So once you have your four categories, you're going to move these tasks and assign them a day and time. Because again, my tendency when I look at all of them is, oh my word, all right, I got to get up at four in the morning on Monday to be able to knock all this out. That's not true. This now needs to be assigned a day and a time, a little bird's eye view of my week. Put these into your proper energy times or habit stack them. Maybe you know that there's a phone call that you need to make. You're going to be on hold for a while. Well, why don't you do that while you are either in the car or on a walk where it really doesn't matter that you're going to be on hold. It's not going to take away from something else. And again, those property proper energy times are really critical. We talked about energy times a little bit in episode three, and there's going to be a future episode with an energy guru girlfriend of mine. Stay tuned for that. That just means that you're going to look at that week and know, all right, early in the morning, this is when this task is going to happen. At lunch, this is what I'm going to do. After work, that's what that's going to look like. So you're going to try this system out. I'm going to tell you, it may take a few weeks to get in the groove. And I know that I'm recording this episode during the holidays. And this might add a lot more to your brain during the normal. Or it might take away some of the things than normal. So just know that this is going to be a little bit of a work in progress for you. And remember that I've got your printable for you in the show notes. This takes the guesswork out of it. And for the printable, I did it a couple of different ways. One is there's a quadrant. This is the first page with those four things in it. Then there's a separate meal plan with a grocery list. If you need to write out to the side of it, what you need to get for your grocery list. And then finally, for those of you that might have a little bit more than somebody else, I did a one sheet for each of these categories. So if you're like, girl, it doesn't matter how small my handwriting is, there's no way I'm going to take, I, I take way too much room from that little square. Don't worry. I got you covered with a whole sheet. The brain drain, I believe, is one of the most significant tools, significant tools that will help you not just handle the week, face the week, get to the end of the week and feel like, all right, I, I accomplished some things. I got some things done. But it will also give you the emotional and mental relief that so many of us carry around. I just want you to imagine if you don't do the brain drain, you've got giant suitcases and a big old backpack and you are lugging these things around with you the entire week. 
release them, let them go. Do this on a Sunday so that you are the odd man out that Monday morning you wake up, you know what you're going to do. You have planned it. Have you ever said to yourself, like, who made my schedule? Who planned my schedule? Well, you know what? Either you did or you allowed others or life to make it for you. The brain drain is the key to this. So join me on this just freedom journey of sitting down. As a matter of fact, tag me in a story. Show me where you're going to do your brain drain. I would love to see that. And speaking of that community, we have a vibrant Facebook community. I will link to it in the show notes. It is the TikTok tribe. We are having a blast in there. And so I want you to join that and be part of it. All right. You've got your marching orders. We're digging a little bit deeper than we have before. We've got actual physical in your hands tools to make sure that we are really getting this journey started. So God bless you. We'll see you next time. Get those brain drain going. Friends, you'll be so glad you did. Thank you for joining me on the TikTok podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. Your feedback fuels our mission to help you master your time. Set your alarm for our next episode. And until then, make every moment count.